If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I have just a solo episode for you today. And today's topic is why does breakup pain happen in waves? And I get countless messages with variations of that question. And so today we're going to talk about, we've all heard the the phrase healing is not linear, which it's such a great quote, but I do think it's one of those quotes that we've heard so many times that I think it's lost some of its meaning and impact. So we're going to talk about why healing does not happen in a straight line. We're going to talk about why it can feel like you're doing better and then all of a sudden something else hits you. We're going to talk about why breakup pain can feel like it lasts a really long time when in reality we're just reaching new, I'll call it levels of our healing. So so that's really the main topic of it today. Me and I think a lot of other people will compare something like this to an emotional roller coaster because it's not just down, which thank God, obviously there are times where it feels like it's all down and the feelings are all bad and they're all really intense. And obviously right after we go through a breakup, it feels very intense. We can be hit with some shock. You have that feeling of just kind of wanting to hold up in your house for a long period of time and just cry and anger. And there are so many emotions obviously that come with breakups that I can't necessarily even, while I've done the episode on like stages of a breakup and things, I can't necessarily walk you through, first you're going to feel shock, and then you're going to feel sad, and then you're going to feel anger. That's just not how it works. You could feel shock, sad, anger in a matter of the first hour after a breakup hits. There's just really no predictability when it comes to our feelings when we're going through breakups. But in general, the first little bit is going to be, it's going to be really hard. There's not really any way around that. Maybe your pain doesn't hit for a few weeks after or whatever, but when you first really start processing and feeling the true impact of the breakup, it's very difficult. And, you know, I have so many different 
episodes and courses on walking you through how to manage those feelings in the beginning. And that's when we're relying a lot on distraction and we're leaning really heavily on our friends and family because that's just a really difficult phase that we have to go through. So that's not necessarily what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about once that initial phase lets up and we do start feeling generally better. Better obviously is a very subjective word. So better could be your ex isn't the first thing you think about when you wake up. Better could be you've gone a day or two without crying. So it's just when things start feeling lighter and you don't feel as overwhelmed and dragged down by the really intense emotions that have been hitting you. So once you start feeling better, it's great. Obviously, it's like kind of like when you're I compare it to when I'm sick, like if I have like a sinus thing or something and I'm feeling sick and then all of a sudden I start feeling better and you get like this new lease on life because it felt like you were never going to be able to breathe out of your nose ever again. And then all of a sudden you can breathe out of both nostrils and it feels like you have a, a, a renewed lease on life. So yeah, when you start feeling better, it feels really good. There's going to be some mixed emotions with it. It can be scary when you first start feeling better after a breakup because maybe you don't actually want to fully let go of your ex. But at some point, that phase is going to happen where you start feeling better. And then you're going about your merry way. You're maybe going out again. You're seeing friends. You feel back in the swing of things at work. And then all of a sudden, the pain hits again. And it can be very discouraging when that happens. And I totally get that when it feels like you've already been through hell dealing with the breakup and then you got like a tiny little reprieve and then all of a sudden you're hit with it again, it can feel very devastating. And so that's why I really wanted to talk about it first to kind of shine the light on letting you know that this will happen. And I don't want it to be discouraging to people. So I'm going to hopefully in this episode reframe what I think that means when you are feeling better and then another wave of pain hits. But I know it can be really scary and really disheartening and very discouraging when it does hit. So let's go back to my theory on healing. And I definitely picked up some of this in in AA and in my recovery. But a lot of people will say recovery or healing is like an onion. It has, I mean... I don't know if my first thought is always thinking about Shrek, like onions have layers, but it's a very layered process. You can think of it as an onion, a cake. I sometimes like to think it because I'm very competitive. I like to think of it like a video game where you're progressing through different levels of this. So whatever you want to think about it, there's levels, there's layers. It's multifaceted. It's not just I heal the big thing and then I'm done. It's much more complex than that. So in my opinion, thank God we're not having to deal with all of the things we need to deal with right when a breakup happens. I think that would quite literally destroy us. So I think whatever you want to believe in, the universe, God, nothing at all. You don't have to believe in anything at all. But I just think our body and our brains protect us from having to deal with everything at once. So it's we're just going to deal with the most acute thing at the time. So in the beginning, it's like, I just am so sad. 
I'm crying so much. I just miss the person so much. So we're just dealing with one layer here. And then we start feeling better. And then when the time comes, then another layer hits. And sometimes it is sparked by a particular memory. Maybe you drive by somewhere that you used to go to with your ex. Maybe it's a particular song that comes on. I know holidays can be really triggering for some people, but something might trigger it. And then all of a sudden you move to this next new layer of things that you are processing and that you need to heal. So this is what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that there was something that you didn't deal with the first in your first layer of healing. It doesn't mean that you missed something or that you ignored something or that you just suppressed something. In my opinion, it just means that you dealt with the first layer of things and now there's a new one. So I like to think of it and that's where I like to think of it in this video game analogy because I like to think of it as you've up leveled. You've literally gone from level one to level two and it doesn't mean that you're back. The thing that I really don't want people to think, it doesn't mean you're back at square one, even though it can feel like you're back at square one and it can feel even more scary because you know all of the shit that you had to deal with in the very beginning. And you don't want to have to deal with that again. And I completely understand that. I think it can also be discouraging because it feels like, oh man, I did all the things and I was feeling better. And does this mean that I really am supposed to be with my ex if if I'm still feeling this upset about it? And the answer is no. The answer is I think this is just the normal course of events. I think it's a combination of you know, in the first week after going through a breakup, hopefully you're not having to deal with every single trigger you're ever going to have to face around your breakup again, thankfully. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Since getting sober over 11 years ago, most of my friends don't drink. And last month at my birthday dinner, we were going around the table talking about our favorite non-alcoholic drink. And almost everyone at the table was talking about how much they love recess, me included. Not only is Recess Mood a delicious drink, Strawberry Rose is my favorite, but they also have Raspberry Lemon, which is so good, Lime Citrus, and more. It's made with real fruit. It's only 20 calories, and it comes with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium, so it can also bring me a much, much needed moment of peace. So whether you're like me and are always on the hunt for functional and tasty non-alcoholic drinks, or you're just looking for something healthy to unwind at the end of the day, Recess mood should be your go-to. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. And you're also not going to have to deal with all of the underlying things that are going to come from this. So if we think about it, like, for example, I get broken up with, I'm obviously feeling very sad and I miss my ex terribly. And then I, you know, I start feeling better, not crying constantly. And then I, you know, let's say a month or two passes or three months pass. And all of a sudden I get this really big pit in my stomach of fear that I'm never going to find someone ever again. And that becomes this thing that I'm crying again. I'm wanting to isolate again. I'm not myself again. And so I have to dig a little bit further into that. And once I dig a little bit further, I realize that like I have a very big discomfort in just being on my own. And maybe the first three months after the breakup, I was spending a lot of time with friends because, again, I wanted to be distracted. And then all of a sudden, this new thing came up. And again, it doesn't mean I did anything wrong in the beginning. And it doesn't mean that I'm taking a step back in the breakup. Again, it just means that I've progressed to a new layer of something that needs to be healed from this breakup. And that's a good thing because now I can finally deal with that. Or, you know, six months down the road, you're feeling so much better. And maybe you hear that your ex is with someone new, which of course is going to be devastating. And that's going to cause a huge wave of emotion to hit you. But unfortunately, that's kind of an inevitable part of breaking, like going through a breakup with someone is that at some point you're going to be with someone new and they're going to be with someone new. So it's like you're tackling this new hurdle in your breakup. And again, it doesn't mean that you've backtracked. doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It just means that you've reached this new checkpoint of something that that you need to deal with. And you've reached level 15 of the breakup game where you have to confront the fact that not being with your partner means that they can be with someone else, which obviously is very hard. The good news about a lot of this stuff is once you deal with it once, it's going to get a lot easier. And that's, I guess, the difference between if we think about a breakup as a video game versus an actual video game. In an actual video game, the levels are going to get harder and harder and harder. And that's not necessarily the case because once you start developing the foundation of tools that you have, a good support system, journaling, therapy, affirmations, morning routines, once you have all that in place, which that's why it's so good to get all that stuff in place when you are in the most amount of pain in the very beginning, 
because then that will lend itself later on when other stuff comes up. So three months later, my discomfort being on my own comes up. Okay. I have my therapist. Okay. On Thursday, when I go to therapy, I'm going to bring this up and we're going to, you know, dig into this. But until then, I have my journal that I can do some writing about it and hopefully discover more. I can pick up the phone and and call a friend and kind of discuss the things that that I'm feeling. So it's going to get easier and easier, not necessarily because the situation isn't hard, but because you're going to have these tools. And in some cases, like you only have to find out that your ex is with someone new one time. And then the next time it will be easier. Maybe you won't even have to find out again. Or people will say, I have this huge fear of running into my ex. Yeah, that's always a possibility. But once it happens once, that's the hardest one to get out of the way. And then it's going to be easier from there. The thing that I, I want to make sure people don't do, and this speaking of running into your ex, this does happen a lot, is I don't want to give you like a checklist of things that you might encounter throughout your breakup, all these different levels. I don't want you to anticipate that all these things are going to happen because I hear all the time of people saying, I'm so afraid of running into my ex. I think about it all the time. And the thing is, you might have two minutes of interaction with your ex if you see them out at a restaurant, but two minutes is a lot better than having to think about it for three months constantly. So don't anticipate these things happening. You really do need to kind of surrender to the journey of the breakup. And this means knowing there will be times when you feel sad again, and that's okay. And that's when we reach for the tools that we have in order to deal with that. But then you're also going to have times where you feel really good. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to anticipate like, okay, I feel good now, but how long is that going to last? And I'm not obviously not going to feel this way forever. You don't want to ruin the times that you're actually feeling more positive and kind of just be waiting for the other shoe to drop. So you do need to kind of surrender to, okay, there will be times where I'm going to be triggered out of nowhere. And there will be times where nothing really triggers me. I'm just really stuck in my own thoughts about the breakup there. You know, there's going to be a random Friday night where I don't have plans and I'm going to miss my ex and I'm going to be sad and I'm going to work through that night. Or, you know, maybe your birthday hits and you start thinking about what you and your ex did for your birthday last year. Obviously, that's going to be hard. I've talked in videos and stuff about the six-month mark for whatever reason tends to be hard. I think it's a combination of feeling like you should be further along in your healing process. The breakup has lost some of its novelty by this point. Your friends and family aren't like at your door waiting to help you kind of a thing. So six months can be a difficult time. The year mark can be really hard because you really start thinking about where was I this time last year? And this was when this was the day they broke up with me and thinking that, I thought I'd be in a relationship a year from now or whatever that looks like. So the six-month mark can be hard. The year can be hard. I think the biggest thing that makes people feel really discouraged in their breakup healing is thinking that they should be somewhere else or they shouldn't be feeling the way that they're they're feeling. 
thinking that they shouldn't be thinking the way that they are. You know, it's been five months. I was doing so much better. And then all of a sudden hearing a song just like threw me into a two week long spiral. Yeah, I want you doing work to get out of that. But I also want you to recognize that, again, you've just reached this other layer. And it's not I think when you look back, what you'll see is that none of those kind of waves or levels or layers that you worked through were superfluous where they didn't matter. They all did matter in some way. They all taught you something or or had you reflect on a certain something. Yeah, there are certain things that you can very purposely put yourself through, which I talk a lot about on the podcast, which is looking at your ex's social media, reaching out to your ex, going to see your ex, sleeping with your ex. There are plenty of ways that you can put yourself intentionally in harm's way to spark pain. But there are also so many ways that it can just happen naturally. So if you're someone that's like, Kendra, I've done every single thing you have said on this podcast. I have followed every single tip. I've done your courses. Like, why am I still feeling this pain five months down the road? And I will tell you, it's it's completely normal. It's not something that you could have avoided. I think what happens with a lot of people is they they get into a relationship relatively quickly after the breakup. And so a lot of this stuff is is disguised, but it still comes up. If someone gets into a relationship a month after the breakup, they're still going to have to go through these waves. It'll probably just be translated into their new relationship as a form of sudden insecurity within the relationship or difficulty with communication. So it's not necessarily something that we can just avoid, but it is something that we should be owning and just being aware of and reminding ourselves when it's happening. Oh yeah, Kendra told me that this was going to happen. She told me that the six-month mark was going to be hard. I have nothing to worry about. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm just going to take extra good care of myself during this particular time. And that's the attitude that I want us to take with all of that stuff. And sometimes there will be, okay, wow, this is really bugging me. I think I might need an outside perspective on this. Or this keeps coming up. Maybe I should try something differently. So it's not to say that we should just surrender and and not do anything to make ourselves feel better. It's just saying, okay, my breakup wasn't a one-time event. It's a long healing process. It's a road that I'm going to be trudging through and I'm going to hit obstacles. I'm going to hit hurdles along the way. So I hope that's what this episode leaves you with is some validation, some awareness, kind of shining a light into what you might expect in the future. But again, not I don't want anyone sitting around anticipating more pain. It's going to look different for everyone. But just, again, know that a new wave of pain isn't a setback. It's just a new, you've leveled up in your breakup. You have leveled up and you might need to try some new tools or just keep doing the same things that you were doing and just kind of cry through it, get mad through it and let it pass. But again, it just means that you've leveled up and you're you're dealing with a new facet of the breakup. Because if we think about how many things are impacted when we go through a breakup, it's so many things, your daily routine, your weekend routine, how you plan for your future, who you call right after work. There's just like all these little micro habits and things that we're so accustomed to of being with our ex that when all that stuff is ripped away, of course, it's going to take quite a long time to fill in all those voids and and change those neural pathways of habits that we've adapted to over months and years. So 
I hope this episode is validating and comforting and brings some awareness. And I want you to know that wherever you are right now in your story, in your journey, if your breakup happened yesterday, six months ago, a year from now, a year ago, I want you to know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be in your healing. And you just need to keep doing the little things that have kept you going from this point and things will get better. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.